0: This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, are you a shitty black co-worker to your fellow black coworkers? Why though? Do you post your lover on social media or are they in witness protection? Also, Frederick Douglass was a real one. House parties are supreme and fuck American grammar. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Jay. Tea with Jay. Tea, tea with Queen
1: We're recording, yo, yo,
0: yo, 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 yo,
1: yo, 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 I thought I figured that's we were doing, that so I was just gonna do it.
0: <laughs> that felt very, um, 80s MTV. <laughs> Hello,
1: everyone, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two, two womanist race, race nerds race talking, talking shit over tea. tea, dismantling white
0: supremacist patriarchal capitalism, patriarchal capitalism one episode at a,
1: at a time. I'm Queen, I'm Jay, and, and this is Tea with, with Queen and, and Jay, and all right. Yes. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good. I had a good week. I feel chill. I feel like mentally healthy and That's like type rested and shit. So it's That's good. Good. How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. I um had like a good weekend. That's what's fun. So yeah. All right. Cool. cool. Yep. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag tea with QJ. We like if you use that on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. Um, And we usually retweet that shit, like that shit. And it's another way for you to find other T friends on that hashtag, other people who listen to T with Queen and, and we also would like you to use the hashtag pod. And that is a now listening hashtag. And that just lets everyone know who's using that hashtag that you are also listening to. Community.
0: do you want to tell the people what libations are
1: yeah so libations are where we pour some for the homies the ancestors the people places and things that give us black ass joy is our libation segment
0: that's right i actually have a libation
1: okay what is your libation Jay? so
0: last week i kind of talked about one of my favorite songs <laughs> of the season which is kelly by kelly Rowland. everybody go listen to that shit if you haven't heard it already um so i wanted to give libations they have <laughs> yes, everybody who listens went and listened to it. So shout out to everybody who went and listened to "Kelly" by Kelly Rowland. It is an amazing fucking song. <laughs> and I have learned that fans of Kelly Rowland are called uh, Rolling Stones.
1: Um, I don't know whose
0: idea that was. That's
1: not a good idea. But
0: I'm late to the party. I can't show up changing shit. So sis, sis. I can't show up and change it if she says that we're Rolling Stones no matter how uncomfortable and strange to be a fucking deadbeat
1: dad who like fucking Uh, stay doesn't stay around okay that's your
0: fan group i hadn't thought of that reference like i hadn't thought of that i guess i thought more of like like i guess the rolling like no like the rolling stones like the group
1: oh okay i thought of that
0: and i just thought of why are so we why man. are we doing this tongue twister whatever it was i didn't want it okay um but here we are so i'm a rolling stone i'm not gonna show up uh and change the game all late wherever he laid it <laughs> that was his home I guess. i guess a
1: transient deadbeat <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: wow <laughs> I'm a Rolling Stone. So, oh. shout out, libations to Kelly Rowland, libations to my uh, fellow Rolling Stones. Thank you for welcoming me to your clan.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, All right. Uh, do you have any libations this yes,
1: week? Yes, I do have libations. I have a libation for house parties. I really like house parties. Um, my homegirl threw a house party this weekend, basically, like a s- seafood fest kind of thing. You didn't say that it was seafood earlier. What kind of seafood? Um, I'm on a podcast. Could I? Could I say? It? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I want to hear about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we. Uh, she made lobster tails. Um, prawns crab legs it was just a lot of stuff um what? and it was mad good and it was nice to like i like to get drunk in people's homes yes i don't have to Likewise. worry and think about things mm-hmm. um i drank and then just slept on the couch that's great and shit like that and i, I really know. like house party atmospheres anyway mm-hmm. because for the most part even though you don't really know everyone who's in the space you know that they're all there for the same common thing versus like if you go to like a party that's outside somewhere mm-hmm. and shit like that mm-hmm usually feel safer Libation wow. to house parties I like that you didn't tell me shit. about
0: this fucking seafood feast that you had yeah it was
1: good oh, man. and then it was like look okay I eat mm-hmm. right so she puts the food out and everyone's mad scared to make their plate so of course I go first in line and like what the fuck y'all scared mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. pile up my plate mm-hmm. and um a few of the guys was like oh I was like trying to be cute and not like eat all the food and be greedy I'm like the food is here to be eaten. Right. like what the fuck is wrong with y'all yeah it was just weird
0: that's interesting but people get weird about food I guess like even sometimes people throw a party and it's like not enough food and they're weird about who eats what and all kind of weird stuff that's really not it's not for me but Um, I'm glad this is
1: why you get online first and you make your place. hello okay
0: don't be shy Word. that's awesome yeah
1: i'm cool. glad that you have that had a good time,
0: so good times good times do you want to tell the people about donations to tea with community Jay podcast yes
1: if you would like to donate to Well, actually first let me tell you why we ask for donations so donations help us sustain this podcast grow this podcast and progress this podcast mm-hmm. they basically keep the fucking lights on for this podcast that is what donations do so how to donate. You can go to our website at Um on our homepage, if you scroll down, we give you two fucking options. Two. Our first option is our PayPal option and that option is if you don't want to commit to donating money, you can come however many times you want, drop however much you want in that pot and the next option to donate is our patreon option and that is where we're asking for a little bit more commitment we're only asking for two dollars a month two dollars just two dollars you could give more or less but that is like a reoccurring kind of donation um thing that we have going on other ways that you can donate that are not monetarily are by subscribing to this podcast if you're listening to apple Podcasts or spotify or um soundcloud or wherever app you're using to listen to this podcast just make it permanent subscribe follow however you can make it so we just pop up in your feed automatically do that shit also rate review Tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, all of that shit. If you spread the word, word of mouth will help this podcast spread dramatically. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, that is the way you could donate to T with J.
0: Dope. So donation libations for this week. Mm-hmm. We have new uh, Patreon subscribers. And our new subscribers are Michelle, Zwan from Seeing Color Podcast, Ronisha up their pledge. Thank you so much. Deborah up their pledge, Lucy and Cindy. So thank you all Thanks, for Patreon. signing up to our Patreon. And in return, you get this amazing podcast. Oh that my. You doing really? that thank amazing. you so much. Um, Chyla actually hit us up on the PayPal this week so thank you so much Chyla our PayPal was down um, because PayPal was wilding so yeah so thank you Chyla They, they hit us up and we're like hey um what's up with your paypal how can i give you money and we figured that shit out so thank you so much our paypal is currently up so if you came Bad. to donate and it wasn't working before we would very much appreciate your donations um now because i think that we lost
1: money because our PayPal. i'm pretty sure down. we did that's another thing you know what let's just move on
0: okay it was a little <laughs> bit it was crucial though at this time because we're gearing up we're to people, go to south, south by, by southwest, southwest and funds are wild tight and And, um, um, yeah so we need help to get there but um anyway thank you all for your donations we appreciate you they really help us do what it is we're trying to do here with this podcast and we love you and all
1: that good shit, yo. Yes, yes. Speaking of South, South by Southwest, Southwest, we are doing lots of amazing things this year at South by Southwest. Um, I'll be joining Sam on a panel that is about Black Sense and podcasting.
0: And that's Sam from Inner Hall Uprising podcast.
1: Yes, yes, part of the Bad Bitch Brigade. And we will be talking about podcasting and how you know they try to use our shit, but don't really want to use um, our Black Sense and podcast. Anyone want to sound like NPR stuff or whatever. Then I'm going to let Jay do this one. Then we are doing team with Queen and Jay is doing a
0: live podcast on the South by Southwest podcast stage. That is also on March 13th. That takes place right after Sam's panel. Mm -hmm. Um, it is about a two-minute walk. We're in different venues, but it is legit a two-minute walk, walk. Or around the corner down the block. And that's happening on March 13th at 1230. We will be there on the South By podcast stage with special guests, the homie Diamond Styles of Marsha's Plate Podcast uh-huh. and a Stephanie of Bag Ladies Podcast. Ew. And we're going to have a black ass good time. Yes. So we are super excited about that shit. We are also doing a podcast meetup in Austin that's going to take place on either March 12th or march 13th so please be on the lookout for more info for that we will post the info to the meetup with location and time and all that good stuff on all of our social media pages so Mm -hmm. please be on the lookout for that shit and i think we have a few more podcast episodes before we are actually in south by southwest um so we will announce that yeah we'll let you know so please be on the lookout for that if you're in austin just prepare to come and hang out with us um the whole podcast squad will be out there, and we want to say what's up. We want to hang out with you. Yes. So
1: we loved, We love meeting you. Yes. All right. Yeah. Are you ready to get into the show? Let's get into the motherfucking show. no place like, there's no place like, oh. I mean, no place, child so jay yo what kind of tea are you drinking i am
0: drinking peppermint tea because my period is coming oh period and peppermint tea is supposed to be good to drink like if you know in advance of your period like it's on the way it's supposed to be good to like help you like mellow out chill it out i just need science to make it, it, it
1: so we could have surrogates for periods oh that and would be cool that's what i want that's my goal in life to tell that and teleporting right yeah i remember yep all right there we go Cool, cool 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 what kind of tea are you drinking i'm drinking tea <laughs> <laughs>
0: that do you mean lipton yes the original you tea know, you know, the you original black tea. Yes. american tea yes.
1: just tea mm-hmm. it's not a flavor it just says tea mm-hmm. the tea um, of black american homes yes.
0: across the u.s yes so that is what i am drinking
1: jay what are your pronouns
0: my pronouns are she her they them what are your pronouns she and her and where
1: do you affirm for yourself
0: mm, i affirm per usual that i am not a lady i'm also not a part of a group of ladies so if you see a group of women and you feel like you want to call them ladies just be like bitches now, just i happen talking. to i mean i would <laughs> accept that i happen to be there um just hey you all is nice Mm -hmm, or hello you two or hi queen and jay or
1: hello yes
0: in an email hello you know you don't have to codify me as a lady i would appreciate that Mm -hmm. because it's not what i am and it doesn't make any sense for me so thank you (laughs) please don't do that um i affirm that i am enough i affirm that i'm healthy i'm happy i'm rich my rent is paid paid and all of my bills are paid paid all of my expenses to travel and do this South by Southwest thing are
1: paid paid
0: and um, we're gonna have mad fun in South by Southwest and I affirm fun and a luxurious good time mm-hmm. and um, it's gonna be paid for did I say that already yes paid I'm affirming that shit paid yeah. paid paid and I affirm that my living room is orange it's blue right now but I want it to be orange <laughs> I'm gonna get it painted you haven't
1: seen that for a yeah, minute yeah I'm
0: gonna paint it a nice warm orange for it's gonna be delicious yeah, what do you affirm enough. for yourself this week. I
1: affirm as always that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I'm enough. I affirm that I'll be self employed and financially wealthy without trauma mm-hmm. for the twenty twenty. And I want to piggyback off of you. I affirm that my trip is paid for. Paid for. And that I have money for food when I'm money. out there. Because bitch likes to eat. You saw how I went on the first in line at the seafood party and I heard. piled up my plate. Mm-hmm. I even had another plate later. Mm-hmm. Look at that. We here to eat. You know what that sounds like? What? Remember that time somebody ate your crab legs out the fridge? Yo. It sounded like you were you were paid back in full for that. You've been reimbursed. <sighs> exactly. Look at that. I don't know Blessings. who that person was, but on sight. Blessings. I think my spirit will tell me if I'm standing next to you on the train. Probably. And I'm going to fight you. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yes, those are my affirmations. All right. I was thinking you could just
0: maybe take it as like a clean slate since you just ate all that seafood, but
1: nah. okay.
0: I'm down with the grudge. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Speaking of grudges, let's talk about Valentine's Day.
1: Valentine's Day. Uh,
0: or what I prefer to call Valentine's Day. I saw a lot of hateration for the pronunciation Yo, Valentine's. Valentine's. Let Agreed. me tell you something. The only V-day I recognize is Valentine's Day. Spelled V A L E N T I M
1: E. Yes. Also Valentine's. Also also mm. this is the time of year Valentine's Day and New Year's Day when people want to fucking get all buck about apostrophes hello you what apostrophe ever do for you Nothing. why the fuck you care why are you fuck going so hard language. about a fucking apostrophe fuck why the fuck you care language. about this fucking European ass fucking grammar ass dumb ass punctuation shit fuck the apostrophe y'all don't even know if saying I wanna say, Valentine if I want to say happy Valentine's Day in plural that's what the fuck I'm gonna do mm-hmm. all of the Valentines all of it are getting a happy
0: all of it well mine I celebrated Valentine's with my boo look so Valentine's Valentine's
1: like. for like plural and not apostrophe yep. as it belongs to that day yes fuck out of here mm-hmm. fuck that shit mm-hmm. fuck that that's what I'm doing for the new years <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's
0: Valentine's, But anyway, yeah, you met, you wanted to discuss um, yeah. Valentine's, so Valentine's Day. So
1: Valentine's Day on the gram was really interesting. It was interesting. It was interesting. And, and
0: by the gram, because we are intergenerational here, <laughs> by the gram, you mean social media's Instagram. Instagram,
1: mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, so it was on Valentine's. Fi- va- I don't to say Valentine's, but you know what yes. I am. I'm going to lean into Valentine's, that shit. That's what I celebrate On Valentine's Day. I notice a lot of men whom I've been on following on social media for a really long time. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, now they have partners and they're like posting them. And it's like fine, post your partners. I have nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, where the fuck was this partner all year round? Did you have them hidden somewhere? Are they not allowed to come outside only on Valentine's Day? Like What? the fuck Mm -hmm. some of y'all was slick only had him in the stories because you know that disappears Mm -hmm. and you know mad people not in there but i saw y'all y'all are not low like how dare you bring that partner and it was usually um straight cis men who were dating women Mm -hmm. that's like what Huh? And then some of y'all cause I'm nosy, nosy, I go to your girls page and she's you all up and through her page. Mm-hmm. But I only see her on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That that's shit is on, corny. That's and on whack whack the list of things that,
0: that I won't do. You will not, you're not about to be on my page and I'm not on your page. What? But actually I'm comfortable with neither of us ever doing this. Yeah. I do
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my guy don't push each other yeah, no, out. We just
0: not, never out. I opt out.
1: Yeah. Like we we know what each other looks mm-hmm. like together in pictures. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. But like That shit was like, whoa. Or there was like the black men that I follow who this was the day that they revealed their non-black girlfriends. So like (laughs) I didn't even and it would be in ways that it was like, even though you're not not like even though you're not, but it was like love you know those, those okay so those it c- wasn't
0: just a this is my boo picture for valentine's yeah. day it was all it was this is my boo and the instagram is going to accept that we love, love each, each other, other even though we're living in antebellum th- times colored
1: nose no bounds yeah. love B-b-blah. shut the fuck up nobody fucking cares nobody
0: cares, cares. No. Richard <laughs> at Devon and Dante <laughs> date your white girl girlfriend we do Do not not give a
1: fuck not care nobody cares yo don't care this is not the day for you to you never talk about race or anything ever. 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 And now it's like let's have this conversation about it. Shut yeah. the fuck up.
0: Nobody cares and I think that what's mostly interesting about those types of posts is that they are rarely directed at white people. No. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. generally directed to whatever Bad-winch imaginary yes, <laughs> <laughs> whatever imaginary black woman you think is going to show up going, no. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. nobody cares, yo, nobody cares. It's funny because I saw somebody I was listening to something and somebody said this, somebody said, yeah, I was listening to a podcast and because we've talked about this before, especially in New York City, which is a pedestrian city, yeah, right? I will be walking around and and everybody looks at everybody, because we're we're pedestrians. Yeah. We're looking, we're making sure we're not getting got, we're making sure we're not necessarily like- Or we're
1: just looking. We're just looking. Why are
0: thinking about being robbed? Because I, I told you I don't ever feel safe anywhere. Okay, so I am always looking around. We're trying around. to not get got. I'm trying, Maybe, maybe well, we're just looking that's at- That's me, that's people. my life. I'm trying to not get got or get you. That's what I'm trying to do. Do I, is this someone I can got? Or am I trying I would, not I to just, get got? Or yeah, right. well, would I be got to? Exactly. Am I going to be the victim or so, am I, I going to eat you God alive? Or not to be exactly that. exactly that so that's me at all times am gonna get you or am i getting god anyway but yeah when i see interracial couples i always look up and they are looking at me yeah i'm minding my business yep. but they're looking at me in anticipation of some type of disapproval or Black whatever yeah stare yeah and it's to the point where me and this is something that i think that you have experienced this too with the type of energy that you have is that we are always to an extent we feel like we have to be nice to people Mm -hmm, because people tend to perceive us us in this yeah which i'm right i'm generally a nice person but also i've been socialized to be nice Mm -hmm. because i'm tall i'm light-skinned i have a deep voice i have a stern face or whatever and someone because of all of that and being a black woman is oh she has a problem yeah. she's this she's mm-hmm. that or whatever yeah. so it's my instinct is to smile at these people because of this feeling that they're looking at me to see what I'm gonna do and I was look, look, listening to a podcast and this black man said it he's like yeah usually if I'm dating a woman outside of my race you know I look at other black women and and he just said it in passing like it was like a normal thing yeah. to do like and this happens on the reg reg stop looking at me stop
1: looking at me i don't care leave me alone i'm just trying to fucking like be in starbucks that's it that's it i don't
0: care what y'all do leave me alone everyone is looking at everyone i'm not thinking about you but anyway anyway
1: i wish that like i could like fucking turn into that waka of me because <laughs> okay like no one fucking cares that's funny no one cares nobody cares no one cares about that Instagram post no one cares, cares about when you're in a grocery store nobody, nobody cares, cares when we're on the subway nobody we cares don't fucking care mm-hmm. move
0: Just I'm trying move. to get somewhere that's it and stop how about how about I'm looking at you cause you're looking at me you looking ass <laughs> nigga and I already feel like somebody's trying to got me don't look at me don't look at me y'all both trying to got me now don't got me don't got me don't look at me leave me alone I wasn't even thinking about you now i'm thinking now i've already smiled you still fucking looking at me do you want to get caught now it's a problem maybe i think that i get i can get why i guess people would post maybe on valentine's day like for some people like do you feel like you need like you don't post your partner no i don't i don't post people that i date but because usually i'm just dating niggas it doesn't matter you're not my (laughs) partner bro
1: I don't post because I don't. One, I don't use. I do have
0: a partner now, by the way. I just wanted to yeah, be yeah.
1: Jay does. She has a partner. I do. Right.
0: I'm still taking applications, but I do also Jay's have a partner. Got
1: a man no, we're not doing at that. Home. We're not doing but that. We're
0: not talking. That's talking
1: we're stupid. not talking about Okay, we're gonna that. we're, gonna, we're gonna skip over that. It All was right. Dumb. So I don't post I do my know. partner because I don't use my social media like. Um, I got someone who just goes to work and goes home, and it's just like this is my breakfast. No, we're
0: not gonna do. <laughs> which is what it says. I know, <laughs> I know you're not doing this on purpose. I don't. But you so sound like you're talking mad shit about nine to fivers who just enjoy using social media no, for like. This no, that's what I fine. Ate. I'm saying okay. I don't use it that way. Okay, that's, it not, just, that's fine. Not like I live, it's just The way that
1: you said it, that's not you how I use It Instagram. sounded
0: just judgmental. of No, it's not. The reason why I said it that way is because people
1: interact with me as if that's what I use social media your okay. ass. so it was like i don't use facebook like you use it i'm not i don't use twitter like you use it i don't use instagram like you use it it's completely different for you it's just like this is my day-to-day me right. i'm kind of like um not for you you're not yeah. talking to me but you're talking um, to me yeah like yeah. i don't do that people generally interact with me in that way and i'm like that's not how I, mm-hmm. this is this is not how i use that um so so there's no need for me to put my partner there because my social media is about my work mm-hmm. and a little bit about me, so you could get to know me Right. attached to my work, but it's not about my whole fucking life. Like my Instagram is not like those pages where people use their life, like their life is a part of mm-hmm. whatever the brand is and mm-hmm. shit like that. That's not how I use my right. social media. So I don't post my partner, I don't post my family, like I don't do shit like that. I feel I'm very segmented, I like to keep stuff separate. So I don't do that. The part of I'm with now is the same way. He doesn't do that. And I like it that way. Right. But I know that for other people it's different and that's fine. But like it's three hundred and sixty five days of the year. You could you couldn't post me on my birthday? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like if we were like mm-hmm. you didn't post mm-hmm. me do we have do we celebrate anniversaries? Right. Um, do you just like, damn, yo, my God, a bad bitch, yo. Mm-hmm. going to Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's a part of
0: why I don't really like, I'm a tender, sensitive-ass bitch, so I t- like attention and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I don't like the performative nature of, like, a lot of these holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a part of why I don't really fuck with, like, wedding culture and, yeah. like, that type of thing because it ends up being about what did so-and-so do for you? Like, this kind of demonstrative, like, look what I got. Look what he did. Look what they did. Look who we look what we're doing. Yeah. Instead of, like, oh, I fucks with this person kind of post or whatever. Yeah. I-, I did feel like... I saw a lot of women doing that, too, and I, I felt like... um. I saw that. I feel like I saw it more this year than ever. I don't know why, but it just it seemed like this year I saw more people that I know posting their partner. I don't know if more people have partners. I don't know what's going on, Mm -hmm. but it was interesting. It was an interesting little social media thing. Yeah, I
1: did see a lot of partnerings. I just was noticing like the the men I followed who never post a partner, and it was like bam. I love this person with from the bottom of my heart and every molecule in my body and every cell in my being. Mm. And I'm like, I never heard this person. (laughs) Or like, (laughs) you love her that much, and I never. You post every day. Yeah, every day. You fucking post your fucking rusty ass, dusty ass scrambled eggs, Mm. and you don't post this person. Post this person who you said you love from the top of your head to the bottom of your Mm -hmm. hoes this is strange to me right this is strange and men generally do things that way women don't Mm -hmm. at least women i follow don't generally do things in that way it's Mm -hmm. like let me hide this person right and it just makes me think it makes me suspicious like you fucking with bitches (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) okay fucking with bitches Mm -hmm. so you don't post your woman so that your other bitches don't have like the ways to like get back to her or mm-hmm. like to like
0: yeah i feel like i saw a lot of women who i know on social posting for the first time i was like oh you got a man mm-hmm. oh okay cute that's cute yeah. but also i think that if i mean i am kind of partnered right now but because Nisi is
1: coming <laughs> at home
0: I can't stay long. I got to go home. Anyway.
1: I'm sorry that. I'm sorry that your man is garbage.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Um, that's what a how, terrible song. That's a song! What a horrible fucking song! <laughs> the,
1: oh, those are friends that she's
0: Ooh, talking with. to like
1: that. Oh, hey,
0: listen, it's a lot of women oh, that God. talk to listen each other like Shantae's that.
1: Listen to "Shantae's Got a Man at Home" by Shantae Moore, and to, then
0: delete it. To, yes, from yes. your life, it's bad for you. But I feel like for me, as somebody who is, is trying to explore like ethical non-monogamy, I feel like I because I'm still working to get out of like a traditional like monogamous mindset even though i'm never ever in a relationship so i don't know why i was pretending to try and do that i feel like i feel a reluctance or a hesitancy to share who my partner is and like
1: i could see that i think i do that too because i'm not monogamous I don't like people in my business too. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, but you posted that guy and why now you post, why are you posting this girl now? Mm-hmm. And then why are you posting that guy? And it's like, now you ask me questions and you're in my business. Yeah, and It's like, move the fuck back. Mm-hmm. So I think, you're yeah. too close, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think there's some of that also. So I do agree with that. And then, yeah, for me, it's just like, I don't want people in my business. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. I look forward to next Valentine's Day with an M. Yep. And don't be ashamed and to celebrate. And a plural
1: S, not an apostrophe. That's right. Don't be afraid to celebrate Valentine's. Please don't.
0: All right. We have a dope-ass T-mail that we wanted to share with you. Yes, it's really great. As always, if you want to send us T-mail, you can hit us up at TwithQueenandJay at gmail.com, and we will read your fucking messages. Uh, this T-mail comes from Ari, and Ari says... The title of this email is a shout out to my work auntie and all work aunties looking out for their younger black nieces. I love that. Dope. And so Ari says, hi, y'all. I just wanted to give a shout out and bring to light something I feel is a real blessing in the workplace for black women and femmes, and that is an amazing work auntie. My work auntie is Christy. She started at my company after another coworker jumped ship and left me on my own, a new employee at the time who was remotely inexperienced to literally fend for herself. When Christie started, we quickly became good friends in my field, which is children's fashion design slash technical design. Black women are rare, and per the usual story, we get axed quickly for our quote-unquote attitudes and quote-unquote combative behavior, AKA racist bullshit and reacting honestly to microaggressions, which they deem a threat. The industry is primarily run by older Jewish men who are often far behind on understanding diversity, sadly. Most companies I've worked for are heavily white. Thankfully, my new company is much more diverse. Back to the shout out. Auntie Christie has taught me so much. She has doubled. She has double my experience, so she's really been there. Yeah, this industry has burned her, but she uses those burns to advise young women like me how to react to certain situations and cope. I went from being a deer in headlights to much more confident and headstrong with her guidance. Sure, I still get flustered and frustrated at work from time to time, but she always recognizes when I'm stuck in my own head and uses her expertise and know-how to ease me through. She's also a riot and makes me laugh and our other co-workers too, every day. She's taught me not to take everything so seriously and to face things as they come instead of pre-worrying and panicking all the time. I don't feel as alone and isolated as I used to. Work aunties are really important for Black women and I implore all of us to to look out for our sisters and nieces in the workplace and break down the quote unquote pick me and there can only be one culture that the white capitalist patriarchy has fed us for so long. Christy looks out for me, I learned from her and we work together. I'm thankful f- I'm thankful that we work together. Props to all the work aunties out there.
1: Thank you so much Ari. Thanks Ari. I really enjoyed this letter. Yeah. I like really, really enjoyed No,
0: this color. was great. It put a smile on my face and it reminded me of when I was working a nine to five and I had a terrible um uh, I did not have a work auntie. I did not have a black auntie at this particular at my last mm-hmm. longest running job. I just I was working with this older black woman I who was just that, a terrible, uh, rotten, bad minded Rot person, yo. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. I remember that. It was uh, ridiculous anything that she could do like go out of her way to make me look ridiculous or put me in a bad situation she would do that shit she was so threatened by my existence there instead of being happy to see another black woman she she it 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 made her she didn't understand who she was with me there yeah because her role was i'm the sassy black girl here and that's what i do and I think she was also threatened and uncomfortable by what kind of free black person yep, I yep. was there, and she was like, "Nah, you're not gonna come here." Like being that person, she was terrible. She was terrible. I don't know. It was very weird. Um, but from that experience, I mean, I'm just this kind of person anyway. But it helped me to be a work auntie to mm-hmm. other coworkers and yeah. to people who were being gaslit yeah. by other people. Mm-hmm. Even I was a work auntie to um, this Asian girl who had an accent. I'm not sure what her origin country was, but she still had a very thick accent. It was it was clear that English wasn't her first language, yeah. and one of her white coworkers like wouldn't address her, would address other people on the team, but not talk direct. Like all all like the racist oh shit God. that we know. When you're like you're being dismissed, yeah. And she knew that I was somebody else's work, auntie, and she was like, "Let me ask her what what she thinks about this. Like, is this?" She she was like, "Listen, this is what's happening to me, and I don't know if I'm being extreme." Or if this is even really happening or what? Like she was so kind of in her head because you feel like at work, like we're taught that these things don't happen. Don't play the race card. Yada yada yada. And so the instinct is like, no, this is not really happening because you want to think what kind of monster would do this. I'm here at work, minding my Mm -hmm. business, working like everyone else. Why would someone just decide to ignore me? Because it's such a racism is such a bizarre phenomenon that's real and it's real and people want to act like it doesn't exist, it but it's so common. Yeah. So when we bring it up, sometimes even amongst other people of color, it's like, are you sure? Are you? Sure
1: was, yeah. No.
0: And I was able to look at her like, no, that is happening to you. She is doing this. This is why she's doing it. It's racist. That, yes. Yeah. That is a real mm-hmm. thing that is happening to you right now. And it really was like just a weight off her shoulders to be able to, to say, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. This is actually happening to me. I am not a crazy person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Word. So anyway, be a fucking work auntie. And I really do love this this um, libation, like, T-mail. It's fucking yeah. dope.
1: I do too. I've never, I don't think I've had to the degree um, a black woman, like, being a hater. Mm-hmm. But I have had, like, a lot of my um, professional job life is in retail so mm-hmm. i have had it where they were like black women managers who would like try to like mute anything that was like blackness so like let's say there was girls um like on the sales floor or like maybe like a doobie rap mm-hmm. or like um girls who just being black black in a ways that's very you could you could ident- you would identify these things as blackness being a new yorker mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like we are, we are, the store was located on 5th Avenue so it was like we're on 5th Avenue like don't do that don't do that mm-hmm. and I never had in that direct way I never had men, white managers telling me that like I've never had a white mm-hmm. manager come to me and say like comb your hair down and you can't have you know like stuff right. like that so it would be shit like that and then at that age I didn't know what it was I just knew that like I'm not listening to them because mm-hmm. I'm just like that mm-hmm. but I didn't know that that's what that was and I get where that comes from I don't think they were threatened by them but it was just like you know, being socialized in certain ways to, like, do stuff like that. So that's, like, some of the instances where I saw that. And I do think that at that job, I was kind of, like, a... I was the same age as a lot of people I worked with mm-hmm. but I think I was kind of like a work auntie because I worked there for so long and then I was always on some like fuck this shit mm-hmm. to everybody like yeah. you know don't, don't stress about this shit this yeah. stuff not following you home like that fuck all of this mm-hmm. they got insurance who did uh, you not gonna get in trouble because of this. Mm-hmm. this and I was very right. very very like that because it was just like fuck this shit this shit not real mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you find another job mm-hmm. I used to tell people all the time like they would be so afraid to get fired too and I'm like like we work in retail you're gonna yeah. find another job at another fucking store like it's not that fucking serious mm-hmm. like you're not like um and we were like sales advisors so it's like you're not like a lawyer at a law firm mm-hmm. where it's like damn you're gonna I'm get like, burned yeah like yeah. you Your know? name in this town is mud like you no, work off at down, you walk up the block and fill out the application there yeah, like fuck out of here mm-hmm. so i think in that sense i think i've been kind of work auntie ish mm-hmm but I haven't had any extreme things like right. that bitch you was talking about earlier. I remember her. Oof. I don't know what she looked like either, but on site. <laughs> on site. And by on site, I mean, I'm just going to look at you stank. Cause I'm not going to be fighting, but like, yeah, it was really sad. She was, she was
0: sad. She was, she was really sad. It made me sad. But anyway, thank you so much for your T-mail Ari. We appreciate you. And we yes, like this fucking and letter. Like
1: Jay said, we need you to be more work aunties, more work uncles, I guess if we're going to include um um men in here Mm -hmm. but yes Mm -hmm. do that all right let's take a break money 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 <laughs> do you, money. Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about. Yeah, but like giving black women year, your money. Yes,
0: so give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women. Okay, yo. Okay. Okay. So,
1: so how do they give black women their
0: money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes. Yes. We do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. week.
1: Two times um, twice
0: a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So
1: how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two. Can, two. You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice. That's right. On how you give us money. That's right.
0: If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month.
1: Oh my god, we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time. Yes, and we're black all the time, right? Queen, yes,
0: do you want to do some news that's not news? Yes, let's do
1: some news that's not news.
0: In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor, in a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you News That's Not News. News that should be news, but it ain't news, because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news.
1: Queen. (laughs) Queen. Calm huh? down.
0: What's wrong with you? Can you tell the people what our News Is Not News segment is?
1: Yeah. So our News that's Not News segment is where we highlight stories that we think um, is newsworthy as women as race nerds. Um, we give perspective that mainstream media will not give these stories because they're not women as race nerds. And we also find stories that are not populated in mainstream media in the way that they should be. Why? Because they're not women as race nerds and they don't know what should be. Um, at the top of the list. They don't the know. Goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that is our news. That is not news segment. News that's not news.
0: Yes. So in addition to Valentine or Valentine's Day, last week would have been Frederick Douglass' two hundred and first birthday or his two hundred and second birthday, depending on exactly what year he was born. There are reports. Of what year he was born, and it's a little ambiguous. You are know, an
1: enslaved person, they didn't care when you were born. It did you not matter. Were, you know, you were a property. It did not matter. it cares when your property is born? That's right. So. If
0: you have no idea who Frederick Douglass uh,
1: is... Turn off this podcast.
0: Start there <laughs> and Google it. And Google. Um He is one of the more popular black leaders or black ancestors uh, that during Black History Month, when you have to do a book report... It's Dr. King, Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman.
1: Rosa Parks.
0: Rosa Parks. Maybe Sojourner pops in, maybe. Yeah. The occasional Phyllis Wheatley.
1: White feminists fuck Sojourner up like I want to fight him. But mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking we're about. We're not doing that today. Yeah,
0: okay. Right, right, right. Okay. But yeah, it's very like few characters that pop up. And I think because Frederick Douglass was one of the like more popular figures that we would learn about during the few times that we did learn like yeah. Black History type stuff, I honestly just like kind of take him for granted.
1: Yeah, I skip over him all the time. Yeah,
0: he's just like one of them that's there. Everybody know his name. Yeah, he was an abolitionist. People fuck with him. Okay, he could read books. Moving along, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, 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 right. So yes, yeah, so I wanted to take time to kind of talk about Frederick Douglass mm-hmm. since this is this is honestly this is also the first time I've ever paid attention or noticed that like oh shit this is like the fucking two hundred first birthday. Like it would have been his two hundred first birthday or whatever. Well, I've never
1: been humans don't live that long.
0: According to the Hoteps, <laughs> if we were left undisturbed, <laughs>
1: then he nation, would have lived the Nation of Islam says that. There too. you
0: go. He yeah. would have lived to over two hundred years old. Okay? So okay. there's
1: that. With no period.
0: With no menstruation. But anyway, anyways, we're ridiculous. Ignore us. But yeah, I have never acknowledged Frederick Frederick Douglass's birthday. Ever. Not a day in my life. I didn't know when that shit was. I didn't. Maybe it came up somewhere and I just ignored it because I'm like, oh, Frederick again. Yes, we get it. Okay? Frederick Douglass was a black man. We got
1: mad pictures. We We get get it. it. How he got so many pictures? Um, I saw when we were looking at facts, they said he was at whatever time that Mm -hmm. he... Was it living? He was like the most photographed person. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Which is like that's cool. How did that happen?
0: I think he was was a celebrity, honestly, in some circles. It's the way that they talk about him, like from throughout the different facts that I observe, he just seemed like one of those like figures that excited people. Mm -hmm. Like people were intrigued by him, they were excited by him. His story, his autobiographies that we that he wrote intrigued a lot of people. But I think he drew a lot of attention. Yeah and um and he wasn't bad looking.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, there's that. Bad bitch. He was a bad bitch. He
0: Frederick Douglass, um again, if you don't know who he who he is, turn off this podcast and take a nap and then wake up and google him, <laughs> um learn a few things, but he was a former enslaved person. He did not know when his birthday was because of that because that's kind of how slavery do. like it doesn't matter when you were born because you just exactly. Who's recording when you're born exactly. So he chose to celebrate it on Valentine's Day because he enjoyed it said it said that he enjoyed the traditions surrounding Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. he was like, all right, cool. as a freed person, I am going to celebrate my birthday. I'm going to make this an important thing. and I read another little story said that his mom had baked him a cake once in the shape of a heart. And that was like a thing for him or whatever Mm -hmm. that he valued. So anyway, he chose to celebrate it on February 14th. Um, That is also one of the reasons why black historians designated February as As Black Black History History Month, Month? which is also a fun fact
1: that a lot of us like know nothing about. Yeah, it was Negro History Week at first yes and then it grew into black history month
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also queer walk the podcast they just did a really, like yeah. a fucking amazing well, job breaking down the history of black, black history, history month, month like so that, that shit episode was fucking lit yeah. we'll put the link to that in the show notes as well um but i learned a bunch of shit i tweeted if anybody's like on twitter right now i tweeted about it so it's in probably my most recent tweets because i don't be tweeting all like that mm-hmm. um but definitely listen to that episode anyway the wife of his of frederick douglas's slave master taught him his abcs before she knew that it was illegal to teach slaves how to read and write um she was in
1: a picture of that scene um dave Chappelle show and it was when they went back in time and it was like slavery time mm-hmm. and um one of the enslaved people was dave Chappelle, but mm-hmm. he's playing the slave person and um he was like Talking to them, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Mass is coming," and he starts rubbing these sticks together. I guess <laughs> like he was so, I picture her like, "Oh, I'm teaching ABCs," and it's like, "Oh shit!" Uh huh. That's <laughs> Mass funny. Yeah,
0: they, he had been born. So he was born of a born to a um black slave mother mm-hmm. and a white father who was assumed to have been like their slave master. Uh-huh. That slave master sent him to live with his brother, the slave master's brother. Yeah. And so it was his brother's wife. Yeah. Wherever they were, like they weren't in the deep South, I guess Maryland or wherever they were. I'm mm -hmm. assuming, I'm saying Maryland, so if that was wrong, like forgive me, ignore it. Um, They'll they'll
1: come tell you. Yes,
0: they will. will But wherever they were, she didn't, have that knowledge of like, it wasn't common knowledge to her like oh we're not supposed to teach slaves to mm, read is that what
1: allegedly
0: she told her husband? maybe mm-hmm, maybe yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so so but she stopped short like he learned his abcs and like yeah, that was it yeah. she
1: was like gonna- <laughs> right
0: right <Stop>. exactly exactly <laughs> um and with that information he then taught himself how to read and write mm-hmm. so i think also it's important because i think some of our what we are taught as black Americans, or as anyone, as as folks in the U.S., what we we are taught about, like, black leaders and black figures in history, there's this level of, like, exceptionalism that comes up. And I think a part of Frederick Douglass's story is that, oh, wow, he, like, taught himself to read and write. And as if it's, it is a big deal. Mm -hmm. But also I feel like it's presented like there was something special about him that separated him from other black slaves or from other black people. When the rule of law was you cannot teach your slave how to read or write. You cannot teach them that because they can go on to do anything with this skill and with this talent, with this information because that type of that access to knowledge is wild valuable, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a um it's a tool that can be used to gain power yeah. or to navigate your freedom and shit like that or to to access freedom and so I think it's important to acknowledge that had more enslaved people been given the opportunity to read or write, more of them could have achieved could have yeah. had the access that he had and could have achieved the things that he achieved mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, yeah. so a part of his being an exceptional person was that access to what they were trying to keep black people yeah. from having, which was knowledge. That's generally
1: what people keep out of the conversation when they yeah. talk about black ex- excellence mm-hmm. is that whoever that person is who has achieved whatever level of black excellence, access, right. their access to whatever mm-hmm. is what, what help you know, is right. what catalyzed that. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So he was what I would call like a living testament to why african slaves in the u.s were not allowed to read yeah you know mm-hmm. um so anyway a few things about frederick douglas he escaped enslavement at age 20 he was an abolitionist his first autobiography had become so popular um that it put his life in further jeopardy because he was still a fugitive yeah. so everybody was reading it and they you know they can like oh well it's that guy He's just told us (laughs) his own story. story Right. So at age 27, (laughs) he fled to Europe. It's said that he went to Ireland and he connected with um, like humanitarians where he allegedly learned more about the human condition across the globe. Uh-huh. And so he, when he came back, he had a higher capacity for like what abolition should look like and like human rights and shit like that. Okay. He founded the abolitionist newspaper, The North Star. He went on to become an advisor to President Lincoln. He becomes the first statement to speak up for women's rights on any level. Ooh. So to the first one to say anything about... Women of any kind. He was an ambassador and consul general to Haiti. What? He yep, he was the first black American U.S. marshal. He wrote three autobiographies. He was known as a brilliant orator. And because he was known to give amazing speeches throughout his travels, he was invited to give a famous, what is now a famous 4th of July speech of all things to invite a black man to give the 4th of july speech at the time he found particularly strange and a portion of his speech i'm going to share with you all this
1: was says you got me fucked up it was it was because he was a
0: real one from way back So Frederick Douglass, I'm quoting him now, his speech. He says, what to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days in the year, the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is the constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham, your boasted liberty and unholy license, your national greatness, swelling, vanity, your sound of rejoicing are empty. And heartless your denunciation of tyrants, brass fronted impudence, your shout of liberty and equality, hollow mockery, your prayers and hymns, your sermons and thanksgivings with all your religious prayed and solemnity are to him mere bombast fraud, deception, impiety and hypocrisy. A thin veil to cover up crimes which could disgrace a nation of savages. There is not a nation on earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of the United States at this very hour.
1: Drops Mike.
0: It's as if he wrote this yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I feel every 4th of July. Every. Every. Everyone, yo. Yeah, that
1: was gangsta.
0: I do like that there is potato salad usually on 4th of July at my house. I do enjoy that. But yeah.
1: outside of that, yeah, I use the white May holidays for Yeah, the, the, the Get your day potato of. salad
0: in. But anyway, so he was a real one and I just wanted to acknowledge that and bring your attention cuz I feel like again we kind of like gloss over some of this stuff. Also, it's
1: probably cuz he has so many pictures. He does have a lot of He
0: looks like Fitness Bay actually really yes i'm gonna show i'm gonna show is this one picture i was like oh don't
1: tell him that well you don't talk to him anyway
0: i almost texted tonight i was like why would you do that so i didn't do it but um yes he was a real one if you google him you will see that he was listed as a republican and i want to say before some of you get to that the party's philosophies flipped and so Republicans of yesteryear are known oh, man, as that's... today's, like, Democrats, yeah. okay? That was the common right. understanding. He was not a Bush-ass, Reagan-ass, Trump-ass Republican. Yeah. You people, that is HOTEP fabrication.
1: What's fiction. annoying with that? And I know I did go to, like, special schools, so maybe I'm mm-hmm. being the leaders or something. I don't know. But they told, they said that to me in school. Like, it wasn't, like, some, like, hidden thing that, like, black people were Republicans back in the day. Like, they mm-hmm. said that. Like, what you just said. Right. I remember that in history class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's not like a. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't remember paying attention in any class. I got. <laughs> I was, like,
1: a. I've always been into
0: history. Yeah, I've been really. a pretty regular, like, A minus, like, B plus student. Mm-hmm. I was not paying attention to anything. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if they said it. I don't know if they didn't say it. I
1: know they said it in my school. And we okay. was like, word? Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know they said it in my wording. high school. It's so. all right. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, there's
0: that. That is news that's not news. That was
1: news It's not news. Yes. 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 So, Jay. Yes, Queen. You ready to pay some black women? Please. I
0: live for that. Yeah,
1: I do so. Kelsey. Also Jay, do you want to tell the listeners what the Pay Black Women segment Let's is? Let's do it.
0: Uh Pay Black Women segment is when we take time to highlight black and indigenous women owned businesses and initiatives that could be um these are black and indigenous entrepreneurs it could be a black or indigenous woman who is running a gofundme and Mm -hmm. and just needs money for an initiative it could be a nonprofit run by black women or indigenous women it could be a black or indigenous woman that you know who needs like ten dollars for lunch next week it could be anything all of the above you can, as always, send your pay black women recommendations to our t-mail at with queen and J at gmail.com. And we will hopefully,
1: possibly, shout them out on the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So this week, we actually have two paid black women. Two. Because, like, shit, we was just like, you know what? This is our show. Mm-hmm. Ain't no rules. So this is what we're doing. All right. So this paid black woman was actually also t-mail, um, which makes sense. Because how would we know that you're sending us? the question to act make you Okay, so I'll get to the letter because that was awkward. All right. So here is the letter. Hey Queen and Jay, my name is Shayna and I would really appreciate it if you could help me. My mother is from okay, Montserrat. For those who don't know, it's a small island in the Caribbean. It is well known for its volcanoes. My best friend's family is from there. Cool. Um well, by way of, let me, anyway, mm-hmm. my mom moved to America when she was 21. The rest of her family moved to England after they were displaced by the active volcanoes. Her side of the family is planning a family reunion in Montserrat, and I'm so excited to go. The trip is really expensive, so I'm the only one from the immediate family who is getting to go. Oh, wow. This trip means a lot to me. My mom has never been back to Montserrat since she came here, and my relationship with her side of the family was always limited due to the distance. Going there means being able to connect with my family and experiencing the cultural in experiencing the culture that my ancestors created. I'm also currently on medical leave of absence from my college. I didn't realize that I was dealing with severe depression and anxiety. Till I could no longer attend classes and ended up in the hospital in a hospital for having Major panic attacks. Deciding to prioritize my mental health along with taking care of myself was the best decision I could have made. Dealing with my depression and anxiety makes it difficult to have a job right now. As the trip is approaching quickly, I've created a GoFundMe to help me raise enough money for the trip. As I began researching the history of the island while creating the goal for me, I learned that March 17th is the anniversary of when the enslaved Africans rebelled against the white colonizers. Although they were unsuccessful, this day is still celebrated, which happens to be the same week that I will be there. Dope. This one, my woman is heart and I'm ready for this trip to aid in my healing process. I appreciate any help towards supporting my trip. And she gave us the link to her GoFundMe and that's gonna be mm-hmm. in the show notes. Like yeah. um if you would like to donate to Shayna and help her get to Montserrat, do that. Um and then, like I said, the link is in the show notes.
0: That's dope. That I'm is excited dope. for you that and I hope dope. that you're able to raise enough
1: money to go. This sounds yeah. really exciting. Yes, and I like that you um took the time off of school to deal with your depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and put your, like, mental health first. Yeah, that's like important. Sometimes you feel the pressure to just, like, continue. Like, let me just continue mm-hmm. going to school or continue whatever the fuck mm-hmm. is happening. So, like, I just wanted to give you a little kudos for that and recognizing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's yeah.
0: dope. Okay. So we will put the link to Shannon's GoFundMe in the show notes. And please, if you have money to hit, up, hit that up, then do that. Yes. All right, so I have one pay black woman, and this is a brand. And it is a black woman-owned nail polish brand called Grace by Millie Max. And you can find them on Instagram at Grace by Millie. That's M-I-L-L-I-E Max, M-A-X. The nail polish colors are bright. They're long-lasting. They're quick-drying, according to their website. I have not tried them yet. And made in the USA, which is important because there are no jobs. And um, <laughs> it's free of animal products. So it is vegan. It's recyclable. And it's there's something... Ooh, recyclable, they're, yeah. They're hmm. saying it's called it's they're saying that it's nine free, which means it's free of like mad parabens and like nine super whack poisons.
1: That's what they call them,
0: super whack poisons. I added that, that's myself. That's what 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 you but yeah, nine of them. They they did list all of them out on the website, it and I was like, nah, I don't need to do that. These are
1: super whack, they're super that's... whack,
0: they're just super whack poisons. Yeah. But it's a brand, um, that Millie Max called Faith Based, like it's a faith based brand. Uh-huh. She seems to be a very i don't want to use the term religious because she doesn't identify it doesn't seem on the website that she identifies any particular religion mm-hmm. even though she might it sounded christiany to me but mm-hmm. i don't want to put that on her i don't yeah. think she used that language the point is is faith-based if that's your jam mm-hmm. um she seems very motivated to achieve a bunch of other goals and empower a bunch of other people through Ooh. her brand and I just like the colors. The colors are mad bright, uh, which I think sometimes I don't know. I feel like sometimes I go to certain nail salons and they just have regular whack well, ass colors. you
1: be in nail salons that white people tend to go to.
0: Yes, only because of where I live.
1: I know that, mm-hmm. and um, you know the fly funky. You're right, this is true. Flavors. This is true. And neighborhoods where You're people right. have flavors. Well, <laughs> Well, there's that.
0: <laughs> um, but if you're somebody who does their own nails, if you own a salon or whatever, please check out Grace by Millie. Again, it's black woman owned, and so there's that, yo.
1: Yes. Okay. I like that. Me too. Do you want to get into the pit? I definitely do. All right. Let's, let's do. get into the pit. Everybody, strap in.
0: I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one
1: more goddamn time. The Pit is a segment that is basically the opposite of libations. This is where mm. you are trying to steal our black ass mm. joy. So the people, places, and things that fuck with our black joy go in the pit. Okay. I'm going to start Okay. because I think this one is... I'm throwing this person again, mm-hmm. this thing, this entity again. Okay. So um, I would like to throw in the pit, once again, Federal Express. Okay, FedEx. I say it's for his mama name it for Federal Express. I'm going to call it Federal Express, mm-hmm. right? So Federal Express. All right. That's what it was called when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I ordered a desk. Mm-hmm. A desk. You know, desks are usually large, they're pretty big. Um, yeah, so I ordered a desk. I'm excited to get my desk. Um, it says it was delivered. I got a little nervous because if you, if you listen to the show, you know the last time that I ordered something and FedEx delivered it, they fucking left it at the door. Somebody mm-hmm. stole it, like whatever. I'm assuming someone stole it. This time these bitches Mm. lose my desk Mm. how do you lose a desk Mm -mm. how the fuck do you lose a desk Mm -mm. a desk it's a very strange a whole ass desk and you know whole a whole ass is a measurement a black Mm -hmm. person measurement yeah that's a lot Mm -hmm. a whole ass desk crazy so they lose my desk I report that it's lost and then I go in because I'm like y'all got problems whatever is the main FedEx shipping center for my neighborhood Mm -hmm. is fucked up because this is what happened last time y'all are losing fucking desk desk Mm. like what the fuck who do y'all have employed there Mm -mm. what the fuck so there was that I will say that there is a light at the end of the tunnel today the day that we're recording because black women save people lives yes they do a black woman called me today and was like miss um did you have a package and I'm like <laughs> yes and she sound real familiar and I'm like uh yes nervous because like who's this strange number mm-hmm. thought you was gonna get got yeah mm-hmm. yes yes and she's like well someone FedEx delivered this package at my father's house it's on his front porch it's mm. been there since um I think it was Friday on his porch yes it's been here since Friday and that was the thing that it said it was left on a front porch I was like mm. I don't have a porch I live in an apartment building <laughs> I don't have a fucking porch
0: oh my god. so goodness. she's like yeah it's
1: been on his porch since friday I that's guess-
0: what helped you get like your money and stuff back but because it said it was left on the that? porch and you you're, don't have telling, a porch that,
1: you're telling the end of the story you've done
0: this to me before i don't care sorry
1: <laughs> that's it, cool you've this to me in front of a crowd I, of people once before i don't oh, care I yeah i don't care at all oh, I didn't know. sorry Go um ahead. so then i get to the so she tells me that it's at her on her father's porch um, and I wasn't home fell out of today so I'm like okay I'll, are you okay with me calling when I get home or whatever she's like yeah this is heavy so I'm gonna just have them deliver it to you they only live, like right up the block mm-hmm. for me but it was health- heavy so it was helpful that somebody right. like drove it to my building and they're That's not gonna awesome. take it upstairs but it was like yo black women save everybody's life mm-hmm. and now I got a free desk because they gave me a refund right because they so, really could have just um,
0: they could have kept it they could have not said anything about it They mixed up
1: the door numbers they like switched wow. two two numbers and mm. our door numbers right
0: right but like sure didn't have to call you at all she you did know it. what i'm saying she which people it. every day are like what
1: yeah and she was and then i was like i you know i appreciate you being honest she was mm-hmm. like yeah because you know people in this world are crazy yep,
0: <laughs> but really i'm not are. like
1: i know you needed your desk yeah i'm like yeah thank you wow yeah so
0: but you were gonna finish talking about how they refunded you your money
1: yeah i said that that they gave me my money mm-hmm. so now i got free desk that's
0: amazing mm-hmm. that's actually mm-hmm. this is a wonderful story yeah because they
1: gave me my refund because i'm like you fucking lost my desk i don't mm-hmm. want it, want it. i'm mm-hmm. like that once i don't get what i want i'll be like i don't want anything <laughs> i don't know how my personality <laughs> is like that i'm trying to work on that i'm trying oh, to work on that oh my it. goodness that is who i am that's, you didn't give me the thing annoying. that i wanted when i wanted i yeah, don't I, want any of it <laughs> Okay. <laughs> my personality. Uh-huh. So I didn't want that shit. I don't right. give you my money. So they gave me a refund. Mm-hmm. And then the and then woman called me today. It was Look like, at that. yeah. Look
0: at God. So That's wonderful. But Federal
1: Express, FedEx, whatever you calling yourself now, FedEx, mm-hmm. Kinkos, I don't know, mm-hmm. fucking diddy ass company. Mm-hmm. You are going in the pit? Okay. Again. That's cool. Yes. That's
0: cool. Um, my pit. I just wanted to refer back to the auntie letter and put that bitch Rosa from my job in the pit. <laughs> For being such a fucking skunt for the years that we worked together. Did we have a few decent days where she wasn't a skunt? Yes, we did. Because I had Those to the work days there every quiet? single day.
1: <laughs> but she no. didn't talk
0: to you? Or no, stupid? she had days where she was pretending to be nice to me. You know what I'm saying? Did she need something? Always. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah, always. So always. That's, that's,
0: um, and, that's abuse.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was
0: abusive. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was abusive. But, you know, I had to survive.
1: Survive!
0: Anyway... Survive. <laughs>
1: Yo, our dad ass almost spit on my tea, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> So I'm putting that bitch Rosa in the pit retroactively, even though I think I did it before when I was She goes, in the, again. Yeah, she goes I in, threw in the pit. But yeah, she goes in the pit forever. I
1: in the pit again.
0: Yes. And also, I want to put anybody, like, I just want to put shitty black coworkers in the pit. If yes. you're white, this doesn't apply to you fuck you if you have a shitty black person Listen, and
1: that's it yes
0: if you have a shitty black co-worker and you're a white person you'd fucking deserve it all right <laughs> what i'm talking about <laughs> what i'm talking about is sh- like shitty black co-workers to other black people mm-hmm. if you are a shitty black co-worker stop that shit yo okay when you see the other black person at work don't be a fucking asshole
1: don't make them struggle because yeah. of them, whatever struggles you had to go through that shit is fucking wet yes. don't do that that's not how it's supposed to you be should, yes
0: you should not be hoping that the black person who is there working after you has to deal with the same bullshit that you had to deal yeah. with you should be there making it easy for them because life is hard enough life is you know hard. what i'm saying and not easy but just like be a decent person like you shouldn't wish this your same black ass hardships on the next black person
1: exactly that don't it's not that's not how you fucking build community, yeah. that's not how you fucking like, there's no, like if you think about the people who, in quotation well not quotations, because they were, but if you think mm-hmm. about, and I'm thinking in the scope of like, because we're in Black History Month, mm-hmm. so we talking about the, the first black, whatever, the right. first black, blah, 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 blah. You think that um, it's helpful for them to just be the first one and then just be like, oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck them behind me. Right. <laughs> fuck them, fuck them over there. Yeah, and like, then you burn they're... everything behind you. <laughs> yeah, oh, like... I made it here. I'm burning everything <laughs> like, now. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. like that's not conducive to what we're trying to do and like the liberation that we're trying mm-hmm. to achieve for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Stop doing that.
0: Nah, we're not doing that shit. So maybe consider if you happen to if you think, Am I a shitty black coworker? You probably are. Probably so maybe are. be nice to the other black person there. I had I knew a friend who went to it, this was years ago, so we were young, so I'm sure they have hopefully grown and matured, but they went on a job interview and they were talking about how things went well and da 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 but they were like, yeah, when I got there, you know, it was, a, it was another black girl there, and you know, I don't know what she's gonna be like, but I'm like, how it might behoove you to if you start working there not assume that the other black person there is going to be a fucking bitch yeah you know what i'm saying like if you go in like that i'm sure your energy is not going to reflect it's not going to be an open energy Mm -hmm. so who knows you might get back what you're projecting so how about you don't fucking do that because it's racist and you're internalizing that racism cut the shit Um but yeah so as a black person at work maybe be nice to the other black person. Word. Maybe look out for them. Yep. Maybe if that shit is not your thing, right? Like maybe you just really like would rather not fuck with other people in general and you mm. just like to keep to yourself. Just don't be a dick. You know? Yeah. Maybe try that. It's free to try. It's tr- it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost anything, yo. Mm-hmm. If you are a um Use your privilege at work. hmm Use your privilege at work. You may there may be something about you that offers that grants you more privilege than your black
1: counterparts. And then it's like to still talk about black t- black black on black co-workers. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> talk about black co-workers, like you do kind of have a privilege being the person who was there longer. So maybe yeah. hey, you have built relationships. Right. You, already, you could already let them know, like, that person is racist. This person is... Like, mm-hmm. you could, like, give them the insight. Mm-hmm. You ha- that's There's privilege in that because yes. you kind of experience these things and yes. you kind of know how to maneuver. Mm-hmm. So pass that information over. Right. Like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you... A black man and do you notice that your black women counterparts are being silenced by yes, everybody yes and you don't notice it because you're just trying to make sure your voice is heard yeah. that actually happened to me with an ex-friend when we were in college we had this group class and like we were in groups or whatever like mm-hmm. well because i said group class but whatever <laughs> and i was the only it was me and him we we're the only people of color in the group um but he was a guy and i was routinely like being dismissed, like mm-hmm. any idea that I had, it was like, I wasn't even there. And I was honestly did not yet understand that, oh, this is happening specifically because, because I'm I mean, a black, black woman, woman in this group. Mm-hmm. Cause this guy is here and they're listening to him. No, this is happening because I'm a black woman. I yeah. have ideas, I'm speaking clearly. I'm just as enthused as everybody else It's happening because I'm a black woman. Yeah. And be, And when I would finally be like, yo, what the fuck? Then it was, um, now I'm the angry black woman. Yeah, of now course. I've exploded and now I'm apologizing see? or whatever. And this yeah. is why we weren't even talking to her in the
1: first place. Because you see how they act.
0: It was a mess. But that's why I'm not your friend no more. Because you've been whack. Anyway. And washed. And washed. Anyway. 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 So, right. Whatever privilege that you have. if yeah. Maybe maybe you're like the light-skinned black person at yeah. work that people maybe feel comfortable around. Maybe you're the straight black around. person at yes. work. Yes. Maybe you're the cis black person. Yes. Maybe you're the able-bodied yes. person at work. Yes. yes. Use your privilege. Use your privilege. Use it, whatever it is. And um, if you wanna be somebody,
1: oh my goodness! If you wanna get somewhere, What's you gotta that? wake up and pay attention. Sister Act, right? Sister Act two, right? <laughs> okay, that's the best sequel to a movie ever. That's the first time, like not mm-hmm. the first time, but like part two is better than part one. Mm-hmm. They did a good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kudos to them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So We did a show. fucking show. We I did, think. we yeah. did, we did, we did. We did, we did, we did. Be sure to come and check for us if you're going to be in Austin for South by Southwest. If you have a South by Southwest pass, be sure to come and say what's up. Come to Sam of Inner Hole Uprising's panel, Where Are the Black Sense? Um, That is on the schedule. Yeah. And check us out that same day, Team Queen and Jay live. We will be on the podcast stage. Check us out.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and we're gonna have you said the meetup. Yeah,
0: and we're gonna do a meetup on either March twelfth or March 13th. 13th. So be on the lookout for information about that shit. I'm excited about all this stuff, yeah. Look at us. Look Why at us.
1: Two one, two one, two one.
0: <laughs> also, Pot and Live NYC is coming up. It is. Don't sleep. Be on the lookout for that shit. It's mm-hmm. happening in mm-hmm. April.
1: Yep. So yes. Be sure to follow us on the social media. Um, We are on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. We are also on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. Send us T-mail, T with Queen and J at gmail.com. We love your T-mail. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to donate. You can do that by going to our website, T with Queen and And we also have links in our show notes with our Patreon and our PayPal. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, um, tell a friend, share this podcast. Be sure to do that. And we appreciate
0: you for doing that.
1: Yes, we do. We do. We do. It helps us. Yeah,
0: we need your help.
1: Want to get into them hashtags? Survive. Um. Hashtag survive. (laughs) Hashtag survive. Survive. Survive.
0: All right. Persevere. Yeah. I persevere. Hashtag Uh. TBQJ. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Say Her Name
1: hashtag stop killing trans women trans lives matter film this spoony chat Mm -hmm.
0: hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you hashtag sexually liberated woman hashtag Mm -hmm. marsh's plate hashtag queer walk hashtag queer walk pod hashtag bag ladies hashtag unpack bg hashtag pods in color hashtag inner hoe uprising
1: pod in why i stayed 4c forever yes black panther so lit so lit for the Dick Challenge. Oh yes. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag for, the for, the d- the for the Dick, dick challenge. challenge. That was a good that was a good time. Yeah. Remember that hashtag that had all the dicks on Instagram?
0: Yes. What was it? Was it? A plant cool. Tuesdays A-plan or something?
1: Fridays is-
0: I think it was i think it was fridays yo that was great that was a great How was time that last two
1: months maybe i think about two months
0: Ooh, we can't have nice things Ooh, yeah that was a blessing yeah that was a blessing you know what else was a blessing what? vine i am mourn it
1: to this day you, you really do somebody just get it back me it's it's me and my um teleporting is you and vine but you yes. just, kind of just always kind of like i just want vine back hashtag vine back yeah, i guess <laughs> all right all
0: right. This podcast was created, hosted, produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima with editorial support from a black girl named Sam
1: Riddell. Peace out. Bye. I take your race away. And there you are all strung out. And all you got is your little self. And what is that? What are you without racism? Are you any good? Are you still strong? You still smart? You still like yourself? I mean, these are the questions. It's part of it is, yes, the victim, how terrible it's been for black yeah, but people. You don't like that. I'm not a victim. I refuse to be one. And the
0: victim is the other person who is morally inferior and that's who what, that's a has serious to hold question. to racism.
1: Of course.
0: Racism if you to have to hold a, for his or her own self esteem and definition. If
1: you can only be tall because somebody's on their knees, then you have a serious problem. And my feeling is, white people have a very, very serious problem. And they should start thinking about what they can do about it. Take me out of it.